Hello and welcome everyone to another episode of the Official Gears Podcast. We are on episode 45. I am Brian. He is Alan. We are the Gears or the Guys of Gears Experience. And we're here talking about mouse ears to butter bears. And for this series, especially vacations to anywhere. And as your mouse experts, we're here to help answer all your Disney and Universal destination questions and all the questions to all your other favorite destinations as well. Um, in case you missed it last episode, we began our new travel. Well, we, be, we were talking about our new Travelers in the Air series, and we talked about the windy city of Chicago. In this episode, we're headed Hi. down south to talk about my hometown of Nashville. Alan, how are you? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm good. It's nice couple of days here. Um, I know you're working and you were in the city of New York at the moment, correct? I am. I am. I got into town uh, Sunday night, Sunday and Monday. It was pretty drizzly and rainy for New York, um, but today it was kind of nice out. We had some sun and uh, got up into the low 60s. It was really nice. It was pretty cool. So hopefully it's going to be nice the next couple of days. Uh, I'll get to be here through the weekend. So I'm going to check some things out for one of our upcoming episodes, a trip to New York. So kind of looking forward to that as well. You're going to have to settle the debate between what is better, Chicago style or New York pizza. Oh my gosh. That, that's like, that's like asking somebody whose child is favorite, you know, like, oh my gosh. Um, so I did have both of them get offended. Pizza. Right. I had some New York style pizza today and it was really good, but they're very different. They're very different for different reasons. It's a sauce, right? It's a sauce and the New York style that we got here is a really thin, you know, really thin yeah. kind of crispy New York. Like you pick up that slice here. They're very large slices. You like pick it up and fold it in half and eat it almost like a taco. I, I feel like, yeah, I feel like they melt in your hands. They just like go completely limp while you're, you know, trying to eat it. Yeah. And it's not that way. Chicago, I feel like is a little more um, stable. Well, if you get the true Chicago style deep dish, you like can't even pick it up and eat it like a slice. That's knife and fork <laughs> pizza. So they're very different, yeah. very different. Um, I had some Korean wings last night that were amazing. So trying some different things. There's some cool things going on. Yeah. But uh, excited to talk about Nashville. I, I've yeah. been through Nashville several times and I've never really got to go and visit. Um, and it's on my list. So I'm excited to talk about that. There's one really good reason to visit Nashville. Eli. Like. <laughs> Which, by the way, made, made a cameo this week, and he made his podcast debut. So, he did, we saw. Uh, yeah, uh, he went to the vet today, and he has gained uh, thirteen pounds in three weeks. So, <laughs> he's a healthy eater. He's a healthy eater. I think he's doubled in size since we got him. Um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, I mean, you, I know you guys drive through Nashville quite a bit. Um, when we're going Mike, to Florida, usually, <laughs> yeah. Mike Mike Carnes does as well, and I, you know, now that I, I'm here, and you guys know that it's perfect time to it. stop by. Yeah, right. So, but but before we talk about Nashville, let's recap a little bit of Chicago, um, some of the highlights and, and reasons to why to to visit Chicago from last week. I mean, come on, sports teams, right? All the different sports teams and the sports arenas to go visit. Um, all the great shopping. Food, food, food. I can't tell you enough about food <laughs> in Chicago. Um, there's great museums. There's, uh, you know, great tourist attractions, um, shopping, um, you know, the parks that are there. I mean, there's just uh, the architecture, taking the architecture tours and, and the uh, tours through the city, um, the boats. I mean, there's so many great things. Um, and the bean. That you got to see the big bean. We had the big bean, the bean in our post. Yeah, the big bean in our post. Uh, in the city from the sky. 
Um, yeah, it, it's it's a really great town. It's a great town. It's worth coming to see. Um, you could definitely spend several days in Chicago and not see it all. I I didn't when you kept talking about the bean. I was like, ah, this has got to be weird or something. And then I saw a picture of it, and I was like, I know exactly what that thing is now. Yeah, um, probably seen lots of pictures of it and just didn't know. You're like, what the heck are you talking about? But it, it, well, I it feel, looks like a giant metal jelly bean. It, it's it's in a movie that I cannot think of right now. Um, I, I want to say it's in the Ryan, Ryan Reynolds Green Lantern, but I don't think that's it. Um, probably been in a lot of movies. But there's yeah, so I was say, there's, yeah and I'm just it's it's a sci-fi movie, and I'm like thinking at the time that's part of you know the science fiction part of it, and now like looking at it, I'm like, no, that, that was just part of the city. Yeah. So if you're an architecture buff, there's so many great things in Chicago and such, such great history. Um, you know, it's worth doing a little bit of, of research if you want to come and see some of the history of Chicago. Before the thing, you down. I was say, that's the thing about some of these older history, uh, older, older cities of the, of the country, like New York, Chicago. Austin. Um, yeah. Boston's Boston. Great it's, for history buffs. It's just the architecture. You don't get that in Los Angeles. You don't get that in Dallas. You don't really even get it in Nashville. Um, you know, Nashville is pretty old. It's just, it's a different kind of old. It's not a major city where they've had so much industrial history throughout uh, the time, you know, since the city was, was made. Um, and it's, it's funny to think though, that Chicago has been made almost twice already. So. Well, that's uh, where the name, the second city comes from. Yeah. Is, um, after the great fire, um, in the late 1860s, um, most of the city was destroyed. So mm -hmm. that's why they call it the second city because it was rebuilt after that. Um, you know, second city, Windy City, there's so many different things that come from Chicago, but that's what that's yep. from. Uh, and there's just some cool things, but I mean, you've got, it's, it's a great mix of really cool modern things. Um, you know, you've got several Frank Lloyd Wright buildings and um, homes, and you've got modern architecture and you've got, um, you know, old, gothic and rococo styles there's some really cool things it's it's pretty neat lots yeah. of great options it's a good blend yeah which makes a good city it does it does and the river running through it that's great too a river runs through it i feel like that's a book <laughs> it's a movie, right? is it a movie i think i was I thinking think it was both. a book and then it turned into a movie it was probably a it was probably a book that became a movie <laughs> yeah. yeah so all right. Well, I guess let's move on to yeah. Nashville. Nashville. No. There's so many fun things to hear about Nashville. Uh, yeah, there is. Um, and it's kind of hard to pick and choose where to start because everybody, when they think of Nashville, they think of one thing and it's country music, which. Wow. With good I, reason. I, I, well, <laughs> it is with good reason, but it couldn't really be further from the truth. I mean, it is huge. It's country music USA. But really now it's become Music City USA. Like it's sure. expanded way beyond country music. Um, but it's really just become one of the entertainment capitals of the country. Uh, well, and country with, with music everything. has evolved. So, yeah. you know, I, I grew up with country music with my grandparents and my family. I, I did grow up on country, but my grandparents' country was, you know, Boxcar Honky Willie. Honky country. And, you know, old, old Boxcar Willie and really, really old um, that Honky mm. Honk uh, way like not even bluegrass it was just Waylon Jennings yeah. and some some of the really old stuff um you know in, in con modern country has moved into such a pop vein um you know there's so much crossover between pop and country um and even some some blues and soul 
depending on some of those artists, they have some really great cross venue type things. So uh, yeah, I, it's one of my favorite styles. I like things yeah. that tell a story. So, so many great country songs tell a story. Yeah. Yeah. Cause there's always that joke that, you know, what happens when you play a country song backwards, right? No, I don't you think I know. House back. You get your house back, oh, yeah. your dog back, your wife back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just want know, the dog old... back. Just give me the dog. <laughs> <laughs> old stereotypical jokes. But um, yeah, I, I love songs that tell stories. And I really feel like there's a lot of storytelling um, in a lot of great country songs. Um, I mean, come on, Reba. Reba can tell you yes. a story. Dolly can tell you a story. You know, those, those are some amazing artists, too. Um, I can well show you where Reba takes. As I say, I can show you where Reba McIntyre lives and I can show you where one of Dolly Parton's houses is. I will uh, be there. I will be there. I love both of just, them. Just one of them. One of Dolly's houses. There's a lot of them. I can imagine. <laughs> yeah, there's, a, it, there's great music stuff going on in Nashville and, and a lot of great uh, music stars and celebrities hanging out around there, making yeah. their business and um, supporting local businesses. It really is. It's crazy. Um, you know, we'll, we'll kind of get in this a little bit later. Um, but I mean, there's, there's so many entertainers um, from the movie industry, uh, the music industry, athletes that have just made Nashville home um, for, for many reasons. And, you know, we'll kind of get into that in a little while. But uh, I want to kind of start back at the beginning, like, you know, the history of Nashville. And um, I mean, it really just became a town on the river um, and then just kind of blew up with the country music um, but there's so many historic sites in the city of Nashville. Uh, it's kind of weird how some of them, you know, come about. We have a, a replica of the Parthenon from Greece um, in downtown Nashville, and it's in um, Centennial Park. I didn't think I knew that was there. That was, that's kind of interesting. Yeah, it's, it's a 42-foot uh, statue of Athena is, is the focus of the Parthenon uh, from ancient Greece. It was built in eight, 1897. Uh, when it was really originally built, it was built out of wood. Uh, and slowly, of course, it deteriorated. So then they went back through and, um, you know, plastered it and made it more structurally sound with concrete and everything. Um, but it is a complete replica of the one over in Greece. And it, there's a park that surrounds it with lots of walking trails and things like that. Um, you can spend all day there, um, just kind of enjoying the outside, play some Frisbee out there in the, in the yard. Um or you can take a tour um, through the, the actual Parthenon. Um, it is massive. You, you don't really think of, you know, this, this big stone structure in the middle of Nashville would be there until you get to the park and you're like, wow. Um, so that, that, that's kind of cool. Um, there was a lot of civil war battles, you know, because we're in the South. Um, there was a lot of civil war battles around Nashville. Uh, the Battle of Franklin, the Battle of Stones, uh, Stones River um, here in Murfreesboro were two of the bigger battles of the Stone, uh, the Civil War. Um, I believe the Stones River battle was the bloodiest battle of the Civil War, if my history serves me right. Um, so any of that Civil War buffs, you've got a lot of that kind of history around Nashville. And then most people don't know that there are actually three former presidents that were born and raised uh, or raised in Tennessee. And Andrew Jackson and James K. Polk both have a home um, in the Nashville area. Andrew Jackson is, is called the Hermitage. Uh, it is in Nashville. And then James K. Polk is a little south of Nashville. Um, it's kind of where you don't get that many presidents from one area, especially, you know, that close. 
uh, within two of them in one city, um, except for maybe Virginia, I think might have have just as many. Uh, but if you're into history, you're into the presidents, uh, Andrew Jackson's home, the Hermitage, is a beautiful place. Uh, they have a lot of weddings there. Um, my sister actually got married there um, on the grounds, not in the house, uh, but it was on the you know the side of the golf course as well. So um, you can go, and it's just kind of like what you expect from a plantation. Uh, you have your um, former slave quarters still there. You've got your main house. Uh, you can take carriage rides. Um, it's beautiful in the fall when the leaves change colors. That's one thing um, people don't think often about Tennessee is enough is the colors of the hills when the leaves change. You got your red, oh, yeah. your green, your oranges, things like that. Um, so when you get in the more wooded areas of Nashville, you could see those colors a little bit. So when you get to some of these historic sites, it's very, very pretty to see those things. Um, and at the yeah, Hermitage, you, you, awesome. yeah. Everything's hey. of New England and, you know, fall leaves and going up there. But when you go through some of those Southern states too, it's just as nice. Yeah. And, and when you step on some of these plantations, like the Hermitage or the James K. Polk house, it's like you're stepping back into time. Like you're going back 200, 300 years in time. Um, so it's, it's, but, but real, you have real plumbing cool to those. now, which helps. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, another thing Nashville is very famous for, uh, was, a, you know, back early, early stages, Nashville was all the plantations, um, around Nashville. And there's a famous one here called the Bellmead Plantation. Um, it's got your history, it's got horses, um, uh, and the hospitality is their like tagline. Uh, they also have a winery. For anybody that's you know interested in taking some wine sampling, um, yeah, <laughs> again, it's your your typical uh, southern plantation uh, with your cotton fields and things like that. But they they do have tours that you can go through and uh, a couple of different tours. Uh, like I said, one of them is a winery, um, but it's again you're just stepping back into time and seeing the different grounds. Um, they have a, a croquet court where you can go and play some bocce ball, some horseshoes, croquet, cornhole. Um, go look at the slave quarters again. You can take Segway tours around it. Um, and it's in the middle of downtown Nashville. So it's not like you're driving, you know, out to see this, you're still in the city. So you're going down a couple blocks. Next thing you know, you're at the Bellmead plantation. Um, you can walk to it from a lot of hotels and, and places in Nashville. Um, but it's just a beautiful wooded land, uh, with historic stone walls, outbuildings, uh, creeks throughout it. Um, Great for pictures, great for just, like I said, just enjoying some nature, checking out some history. Um, there's been a lot of famous people throughout history that have stayed there uh, throughout the, the, the history of the home. Um, and then we actually have a fully functioning General Jackson as, uh, riverboat as well. And of course, it's named after uh, the famous Andrew Jackson. Uh, but it goes along the Tennessee River, and um, it's just like a one-day trip. You go up the river, back down the river. Uh, they have dinner boats or it's a dinner boat. So there's, um, you know, dinner on, on, on it. Um, there's three decks, I believe. Um, it takes off at the former Opryland USA theme park, which is now a, a outlet mall um, where the Grand Old Opry is. Um, I've had the opportunity to take it a couple of times up and down the Tennessee River. Uh, it's very romantic, very quiet, very peaceful. Um and it's a smooth ride. Um, somebody actually asked one time if it was ran on tracks, because I guess maybe they were, uh, to, you know, on the, on the, the uh, D 
Disney Riverboat. <laughs> and it's not the same thing. Yes, yeah, it's, it's definitely not the same thing. This is a free floating, free floating river boat that goes up and down the Tennessee River, which is uh, the longest river in the state. Um, so I have a question. So the Grand Ole Opry yeah. has moved, right? And we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that later. Um, yeah. About that later. Yeah, they, they had to make it bigger because it, it became popular. Um, it, it no longer serviced the just the, uh, the A cuffs. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, I mean, it, it's, it's been in the same spot for several years now. Um, they had to make it bigger. Um, so they, they took it away from the original uh, location. Um, but yeah, I mean, the, the General Jackson is a wonderful riverboat cruise if, if that's something you guys are into. Um, and a lot of Nashville's good for walking, right? There's a lot of walk. You can walk to a lot of it. You can. Of- um, and a lot of things. So they, these first couple of things are kind of more your day trip type things where you're going to want to spend several hours at these places. Um, it probably, you could Uber to some of them if you want to do like the Hermitage is kind of away from downtown Nashville. Parthenon is pretty close to downtown Nashville, but it's, it's a long walk. Uh, the Bellmead Plantation, like I said, you can walk to that. Um, the General Jackson, you will need to um, to find some way to get there because it is uh, where an old theme park used to be. Um, so it's, there's no real other other than the um, Gaylord Opryland uh, Marriott. Um, there's no other resort close enough to 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 walk to that. Um, which that, that is something we can book. And it is something that is not on this list that I was not planning on talking about, but since we're on the topic, um, it is a Marriott resort. Uh, it's just like the Gilmore Palms in Florida or the one in, uh, is it San Antonio, mm-hmm. Houston? Um, uh, yeah, there's a few of them. This one has an, uh, a water park attached to it called Waves, and you can get a ticket to, uh, to the water park, uh, or you can attach it to your room. Um, you get a little wristband and you can go through the water park anytime you want through for that day. Uh, it's a pretty cool experience. We've done a couple of day, um, one night trips there just in downtown Nashville, stay there for the water park and just kind of walk around the hotel. They're um, nice properties. They're really they are. Nice, They're nice resorts. They are. We went, um, we stayed for Halloween last year because they had a Halloween party, uh, for, for Halloween and, um, they have Spookly, the uh, square pumpkin set up all throughout the hotel. Um, so you can do a scavenger hunt. They did trick-or-treating. They did a monster bash. Um, so many different things they did. And then they, they kind of do the same kind of thing at Christmas where they'll have like an ice sculpting. Ice sculptors from Japan come and set up these exhibits to uh, famous or, or really popular Christmas movies like A Christmas Story, uh, The Grinch Stole Christmas, Charlie Brown's Christmas, all these. And there's, you know, massive ice sculptures. Um, we did ice but, orlando one time when we were down there at the Gale yeah down there. yeah so uh, they they are uh, and they have a whole little package set up around those also for the gaylord uh resorts um so but there, there's a lot of history with nashville because it's it's we i consider an up-and-coming city because it, it did have you know, really good bones. Um, but now I think people have figured out the country music and the entertainment aspect of it. They've really started to build around that. Um, it is one of the top five growing cities in the United States every single year. Uh, we're constantly getting um, high ranking jobs come um, hospitals. Vanderbilt University brings a lot of employment. So with a lot of employment and a lot of jobs comes a lot of tourism as well, because people are always looking for things to do. 
Um, right. So Nashville is always one of those that's on the list of best vacation spots. It is actually one of the highest rated uh, bachelorette party cities in the world. <laughs> I can imagine. I think comparably, I think um, Nashville is a much more walkable city than Chicago. You can definitely do a lot of walking in Chicago, but it, you, if you wanted to go to Wrigley Field yeah. compared to, you know, the Miracle Mile compared to, um, you know, Navy Pier, you're going to want to get an Uber or a taxi or something, yeah. you know, to get from place to place. It's, it's pretty spread out. Um, but it's definitely much more walkable in Nashville. Yeah, if if things if if things lined up time wise, they they don't because of the different seasons and everything. You can catch the Titans play football. You can go to the Country Music Hall of Fame. You can go watch the Nashville Predators play hockey. Um, you can attend a couple bars um, on on Broadway and catch some of the um, live entertainment. Um, and then you can hit all of Broadway and do a bar crawl, all in one day. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're that close to walking. Talk about, yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's that close. And I mean, in, in really like you can do bicycle tours. There's, there's so many things you can do in downtown Nashville because it is a smaller city, but it is becoming a pretty big city. Like we are becoming pretty popular, but we're not going out. We're going up as far as um, uh, homes and things like that. Like we're building up. So it's still going to keep its very, very small town feel. That's a good thing, though. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, I did mention the Predators and the Nashville uh, Tennessee Titans. So we do have the Nashville Predators for those who are hockey fans, Tennessee Titans, which are sports fans. Um, And then we also have a Nashville Soccer Club, which is fairly new to Nashville, uh, hoping to get a baseball team in the next couple of years. Um, There's talk of that. Um, If so, I may apply for a job um, just doing something. I don't care if I... Uh, no, but I'm just saying, even if I just serve pretzels, I just want to work at a ball field. Like I'm good with that. <laughs> um, so for anybody that is a sports fan, uh, our Titans are, you know, pretty good every year. Um, our Predators, everybody loves going to Predators games. I'm not a big hockey fan, but I love going to hockey games because they're so involved. Um, they just keep you so entertained. And then the love of my life, other than Mandy, is um, always at the Predators games because her husband is one of the Predators players. So... Uh, you may get a chance to see Carrie Underwood up there somewhere. So nice. nice. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe one day I'll meet her and then she'll forget all about Steve Fisher. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, nice. Um, but so, and it really a good mix of, of different things to do in Nashville and, and just kind of, there, there's something for everybody. Um, sports fans, music fans, history fans. I mean, there, there, there's really something for everybody. Very cool. Um, what about if you were looking for a little more culture? What else is there? If you're like sports are great. Um, yep. Not everybody's in sports. So no. Nope. Yeah. I honestly like I, that's one of the things I love about Nashville. I don't go to Nashville very much to watch sports. Um, I, ju- I just don't. Uh, I love going to Nashville for a couple of these other things we're going to talk about. Um, Nashville has a really cool science center for kids. Um we haven't talked a whole lot about different things to do for kids that you mentioned some science centers and museums for kids. We have one here that uh, it's called the adventure science center. Um, it's got this huge playground on the top of it where you start through this, basically it's a, um, a model of the heart and you crawl through like the veins and ventricles and things up to the top. And then you end up going up like two more stories to uh, a different part. And you can look at all the, at the top of, you can look at all the way through uh, the city of Nashville. You're completely enclosed. So, 
I can't fit through that hard anymore, but my kids can, but I know when they get up to the top, they're not going to fall out. Like they're, they're still in this glass bubble. Um, so that's kind of cool for kids to do. There's also a planetarium there. So they do different things at night to go and, and, and stargaze and check out the planets when they're available to see through, uh, telescopes. Um, that's really cool. They can do overnight camps there. Um, so that, that's a really cool museum and, and science center for the kids. We have the Nashville zoo, uh, which is becoming better every year. Um, it is one of the only zoos I sent you guys a picture of it or a video of it is the only one of the only zoos I ever been to where they actually have a Guinea pig encounter or enclosure. Yeah. I mean, we do have a lot of farm animals with petting zoo and things like that, but we do have some, um, we have spider monkeys. We have some, uh, a tiger, a couple tigers. Um, we do have an Andean bear. Um, didn't even know there was such thing as an Andean bear until we got one. It's kind of cool. Um, but we have a guinea pig exhibit and what it is, is it's like this little town where the, it looks like a Japanese village, honestly, uh, back when like the samurai were around and stuff. And it's got these covered bridges, but then it's got just all these different kinds of guinea pigs just wandering all over the place. Like they're kind of like the size of Godzilla going through this town. And it's so cute because they're all different fluffy little things crawling through the bridges and they've got hotels where they go, you know, hop in and everything. And I'm like, this is so, so different. Um, but it was kind of, it's, it's kind of cool. Uh, we have a lot of different exo- uh, exotic animals, uh, at, at our, our zoo. Um, one of them is we have the smallest, uh, species of deer, uh, which is you know, probably the size of Eli at this moment. Um, there's <laughs> one. Yeah. And, and yeah. I know. Eli's gonna um, yeah. I can't remember what it's called now, but they have, they, they mentioned it on the Kilimanjaro safaris. And every time I go see that, I was like, Hey, that's the closest relative to, um, a giraffe, not a giraffe. Um, is it the Okapi? The one that's close to the zebra? No, I can't remember. I, I can't remember what it's called now. It's an ugly looking thing. And, <laughs> um, but they, they mentioned, yeah, they mentioned it, you know, the thing on the safari, um, but our zoo is up and coming. It's, it's, it's pretty good. Um, there's a lot of, lot of ways to go with it. We have rhinos, we have elephants, but they're on a sanctuary right now while they're expanding. Um, they do uh, zoo 5Ks where you can run through the zoo. Um, you can uh, do a sloth encounter and hold a sloth. Uh, lots of different things there. Um, then one of my favorites, though, and I'm, I'm not an arts guy at all, um, we have Broadway plays come through and I've caught some of them, but not my favorite kind of art is the history, historical art, like Van Gogh, Da Vinci, um, things like that. And so we have, a, uh, the Frist center is an art museum that used to be an old post office. Um, inside the floor of the post office are individually cut two by fours, but they've laid down to make like a, a brick road kind of. Um, so it sets the tone of the history of this building. And when you walk in, it is an amazing looking building. And then you go through it and you just see all the different kind of revolving um, art displays that come through. And right now they have a Van Gogh display um, going on where you see all of his, I believe Starry Night is there. Um, and it's just so cool. I've, I've seen Fabergé eggs when they've come through. Didn't know what one of those were until they came through. And now when Disney does their egg hunt every Easter, I'm like, that's a Fabergé egg. Uh, so it's, it's, it's really cool. I've seen, um, 
Da Vinci's work there. Uh, Michelangelo had a couple of things there at one point. And I, I just never thought I would see those things unless I went to New York or Chicago or some big city like that. And I was like, I never would I thought they would be in Nashville. Uh, yeah. So that, that's one of my favorite things. And then they also have a really cool art exhibit upstairs for the kids as well, where they can take art classes and things like that. Um, that's pretty so, cool. Kids always like yeah. doing art. Yeah, they, they do. And then there's one other one that um, is kind of artsy, I guess, because um, it reminds me a little bit about what Disney does or tries to do. And it's a, a botani botanical garden. I can never say that word right. Botanical garden in Nashville called Cheekwood. And every year they have a different display of flowers that um, they display. And this year they're doing tulips. And so you walk around this massive garden. Uh, it's 55 acres uh, of, of gardens, basically, of history. And then they do have some art on exhibits as well. Um, and it, they say it's the grandeur of a bygone era. Um, so again, you step, feel like you're stepping back in a place uh, stepping back in time uh, to a different place. Uh, it's a 1930s historic home, um, but it's just a, it's a huge botanical garden with all these different um, displays of flowers and topiaries and things like that, that you just walk through peacefully and um, kids, it's kids enjoy it. Um, parents enjoy it. Uh, it's just, tranquil and you know during the different seasons like right now they've got tulips going on um in the fall they have pumpkins um winter they have like a christmas light display and they've got some of those to you know or when i say music it's not like you're tacking it's orchestra uh type classical music so you've got orchestras playing in the background so you just kind of wander and look at the the, the nature scenery yeah and um just kind of take it all in and again, it's like, you know, you can spend all day there. Um, you can have a couple meals. Um, just, just really enjoy your time and, and feel like you're on vacation, even though you're not necessarily what people would consider a vacation spot. Yeah, I've done a, a couple different botanical gardens. And uh, it, it's, it's like these really big, amazing parks you can go and hang out in. Mm -hmm. uh, so it's just, it's a really laid back, um, relaxing day and, taking the experience it's kind of cool i would think i mean you'll be able to tell me if i'm different or wrong or not but i would think um i've never been to central park but i would think you know what i know of central park and then what i've seen at like cheekwood and some of these others i would think that's kind of what they're going for is that nice little park like feel where you're not overly crowded. You can just enjoy your time, just kind of walk or, you know, play in, lay, lay in the grass, have a picnic, stare up at the sun, whatever. Um, just kind of feel like you're not in the middle of a city, mm -hmm. like you're in the middle of nowhere in the country, uh, surrounded by, you know, beautiful flowers and stuff. Like that's just kind of what I feel like Central Park is supposed to be like. I know it's not all parts of Central Park in that way, but um, sure, it's, it's just that, it's, it's well escape. It's that getaway. Yeah, it's very peaceful. So, yeah, lots of, lots of museums and arts type things to do in Nashville, other than the music. Um, I mean, like I said, you, you get music all day long here, um, but some people don't come here for the music. Some people come here for other reasons. Well, it's good to have variety, good to have options. I would be coming yeah. for a lot of the music. I want to come and see or hear some of the music. Uh, and, and I mean, we do have so say we have CMA Fest every year except for last year. And, and Bonnaroo is about 
probably about an hour and a half from Nashville. Um, I'm not a big fan of Bonnaroo, um, but it is basically the non-version of country music, uh, the CMA festival. So you have a lot of your more as a rock rap rock. Um, I don't know. It's basically a variety. It's kind of like the new Woodstock, um, about an hour and a half of South of Nashville, but the CMA fest, the country music, uh, party basically is what it is because it's an all week long party um brings a lot of people and some good entertainment uh i worked an ice cream stand there one time in the middle of july and i was like yeah i'm done after one day i was like (laughs) we'll not do this anymore so (laughs) that was hard for me to do work at an ice cream stand and not eat it all that's funny (laughs) that's funny uh so i have a, a former co-worker who um would visit cma fest all the time and instead of like on her work desk, instead of having pictures of family and everybody, she has pictures of her with her country music family. So yeah. all the different artists and people she meets when she goes to CMA Fest and hangs out, her desk is just covered with uh, all the different artists that she has met mm-hmm. instead of her family, much to her daughter's dismay. <laughs> and what's what's great, like to me, I would probably get a little sick of it, but these these country music people, these celebrities, they don't really get sick of meeting their fans. They do not. They love them. No, a lot of them will take pictures all day long. Yeah, that's great. Um, that's great. Yeah. Um, well, I guess that really just leaves us to the music part of Nashville. Um, you know, it is Music City USA. So um, it started off with Music Row. Um, which basically is what it sounds like. It's a street where a lot of music was recorded at one point in history. Um, You have RCA Studio B, which is famous for what they consider the Nashville sound. I don't know what that sounds like because to me, like, I guess from Nashville, I don't get to hear a lot of the music produced in like other places. Um, I just hear Nashville music. And so a lot of it sounds the same. Um, but Studio B is famous for uh, a lot of your older country music stars like Johnny Cash, uh, Roy Acuff. Um, Elvis Presley actually recorded some music there at one point. Um, Dolly Parton had some. Um, Waylon Jennings, you mentioned earlier. Roy Orbison. Um, I mean, it's you just names go on and on and on. Marty Stewart. Uh, I mean, they've all had some cash part. Who? Johnny Cash probably been there. Uh, I feel like he. I feel like he did, but I can't. I didn't find his name anywhere, so I felt like he had to have because it's just right down the street from him. But um, I mean, Dolly Parton recorded "Coat of Many Colors" there. Elvis did "It's Now or Never." Are you lonesome tonight? And how great their art. Um, All there. Waylon Jennings did only daddy that'll walk the line. Um, I mean, it's, it's, it's crazy to think how many huge people were in this one studio that you can go and take a tour of and see. Um, I mean, it still looks like it did when they actually recorded. Um, they, they've kept it kind of like a museum. Well, and that, that's, that's the cool history thing too. If you're a history buff and if you're a country music fan, that the history of standing in a place where some of those amazing songs have been created and all the artists that have been there. Um, you know, we, we often talk about Disney and how Disney makes us feel when you go and the memories and things you get. And it's, it's a very similar kind of thing. 
um, to be able to go and, and experience that if you're a big fan. Um, yeah. Those are pretty cool options. I mean, it says that, you know, they've recorded, it, it's the home of a thousand hits. Um, and it helped establish the Nashville sound. Um, I mean, it, it's, you know, it says it's inspired Martina McBride, Marty Stewart, Carrie Underwood, Wyona, um, Wyona uh, Judd. Um, I mean, there's just so much history there. You can literally stand behind a microphone where these people stood and sang and recorded their albums. Like, I would love to go get my picture there just pretending I'm Elvis, you know, recording a song. <laughs> like that, you can't even do that at Disney. Like you can't go sit in an animator's chair and say, you know, here's the person, here, here's the desk of the person who uh, drew Snow White for the first time. You can't do that. Right. So, I mean, that's, that would just be so cool to do. Um, and I mean, you know, 2.5 million artifacts is on the brochure, which yes, I am reading the brochure because uh, there's just so much history. I don't want to forget something. Uh, 2.5 million artifacts included in this collection um, that has wow. been turned over to the country music hall of fame, um, which is going to lead me to my next one. You know, the country music hall of fame, of course, is in the country music USA. Um, it's, <laughs> they have they have redone it it is a much bigger facility um it is it's, it's just ridiculous how big this building is um and it's just like any other museum or hall of fame where you've got uh, articles of clothing um microphones um i believe there's even one of you know some celebrities cars in there um i mean there's just so much history inside this museum for country music that they've had to adapt different ways where you can put on headphones and walk through it and listen to it in a different language, just so you can understand the history of what's going on. Um, I have yet to have been to the new building. Um, it's funny. I live in Nashville and I've, I, I don't do this stuff all the time, even though I probably should, but I, I take it for granted. No, it's all the time. You'll go at some point. Yeah. And then you, yeah. I, I take it for granted, but I mean, they have stuff from Elvis, Dolly Parton, Johnny Cash, Waylon Jennings, Carrie Underwood, uh, Keith Urban, um, uh, Lady A. Uh, I mean, you know, just Sugar anybody Land. and everybody. Yeah. Anybody you can ever think of June, June Carter. Um, gosh, I'm trying to think. Uh, there's somebody else. There's Roy Acuff. There's, uh, Mandy's going to shoot me because there's, there's this little guy. Um, he, he's kind of a, a shorter person. Um, he was always outside the Grand Ole Opry talking, you know, talking stories. And he, he wears oh, this like funny that. little hat. Wasn't um, he the guy that was in the Smokey and the Bandit movies? Mm, yes. Uh, oh my gosh. What is his name? He was a singer. Uh, I don't know. There's a Conway Twitty. You can go see Conway yeah. Twitty. Um, no, it wasn't him. It's it's a little little. Oh, God, she's just gonna kill me if she listens to this. Um, but there's there's a there used to be a Twitty City where Conway Twitty you can go and, and yep. tour his property in in Nashville. Um, Johnny Cash you can used to be able to see his house before it burned down. Um, currently, well, it was owned by one of the BGs guys as well. Um, but I mean, there's just there's history of music everywhere in Nashville. Uh, and it, they've tried to stuff as much of it into the uh, Hall of Fame as possible, but there's so much of it you can't. Um, yeah. 
So what you don't see there, you'll see at the Grand Ole Opry or the Ryman Auditorium, which is, I think, what you were you were re- alluding to earlier. Um, they do have well, a historic Reed, Ryman. Jerry Reed was in Smoking the Bandit, um, but that's not the person I was thinking about. No. It was uh, um, the guy who sent Smokey and the Bandit on the run to begin with. Um, what was his name? Big Enos. There was Little Enos. Paul Williams. Paul Williams, I no. think, is who you're talking about. Not Paul Williams? No. Uh, I mean, this is, you know. A, those classics of We've Only Just Begun, Rainy Days of Mondays, Evergreen, Old Fashioned Love Song, Rainbow uh, Connection. Paul Williams. Yeah, hold That's on. Let me. There. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna read a list of the Grand Ole Opry members, and these are the people. You, so you have to be a member to play at the Grand Ole Opry, and uh, I'm gonna read a, a list of them, uh, and I know it's gonna be on here. Uh, <laughs> and, and like I said, she'll kill me if it's like you don't remember that guy. Um, Paul Williams was only five two. He may have had a different stage name, and maybe that's why I'm. Oh my gosh, there's so many of them. Uh, Pat, <laughs> Pat, Patsy Klein is, is, you know, was was there a oh, lot. Um, Loretta Loretta Lynn was there a lot. Um, the Orbison brothers, Willie Nelson. Uh, surprisingly, Elvis was not a member of the Grand Ole Opry for a long time because they didn't want his uh, hips to be seen on stage. Exactly. Yep. He was a little too controversial. Um, Tex Ritter. Uh, that might have been the one I was thinking of. Dolly Parton. I mean, it's just so funny because a boxcar willie a lot of these guys would actually stand outside uh the, the grand Ole opry and welcome guests as they walk in before the show and i was yeah, like and, that is so cool and when we're talking we're talking we're still talking about the hall of fame right are we talking about yeah yeah we're, i mean they're hand in hand honestly yeah but so the grand Ole opry used to be a big red brick building right big, yes. beautiful red brick building and they've moved that to another property now yeah, so the Ryman Auditorium, um, if you guys have ever seen um, Walk the Line with Joaquin Phoenix, um, one of the episodes where uh, Johnny Cash and the guys are kind of, you know, having a good time and, and, and June Carter walks in and she's, you know, getting upset because they have to play a show and they're like drunk or whatever. That is actually in the Ryman Auditorium, which is where they had a lot of these shows back in the day. Um they kind of grew out of that, went to the Grand Ole Opry. Then they got out of, you know, they grew out of that because they started bringing in, I don't want to say bigger name celebrities, but more people like um, Brad Paisley, Josh Turner, uh, Alan Jackson, Vince Gill. They would perform there religiously, Reba McIntyre. So they're like, oh, we need a bigger building. So they, um, they added on, I believe is what they've done um, to the original and uh, now it seats up to a lot more people and they'll do shows with people like Carrie Underwood, um, George Strait, you know, the Lady A, Luke Combs. Um, because now it's right up the highway. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and it's right. It's connected to the um, Gaylord Hotel as well. Okay. Uh, so it's, you know, it's, it's really centrally located to what used to be Opryland theme park, um, which would have a lot of these country music players or songs, uh, songwriters and, and singers go and sing songs that may have not have been popular, or if they were a songwriter, they would be on stage kind of like at Disney at uh, Epcot 
and they would sing the songs that they wrote for other stars. You want a flashback? You want a little sure. country flashback? So um, way back when I still worked uh, in Orlando at the theme parks, we were at Pleasure Island when it used to be called Pleasure Island. And they had that stage um, up where like Maria Enzo's is now. There used to be a big stage up there in front of the uh, Neon Armadillo Dance Club mm -hmm. and the comedy club that used to be there. And uh, there was a crowd out there one night. Um, Weird Al Yankovic was doing a concert and they brought out this upcoming new country star that not very many people knew. And I was there that night. And uh, that was the first time I heard Garth Brooks sing live. <laughs> really? And now you, you, you can't picture a world where somebody doesn't know what Garth Brooks sounds or who Garth Brooks is. Exactly. But that was a free concert on the West End stage at Pleasure Island at Disney um, back in the day. Yeah. That's, That's crazy. Nobody knew who he was. Yeah. We were there to see Weird Al Yankovic and Garth little Brooks. Jimmy Dickens. That's the guy's name. <laughs> little Jimmy Dickens was the guy I was thinking of. I just saw his name. All right. Um, and fun. there was many, many Pearl would be out there too. And, I mean, hats with her labels yep. off of them. Who couldn't remember many Pearl? Yep. So, these people would just be walking around like it was nothing. And now all their stuff is over in the Country Music Hall of Fame. Um, and I, I couldn't imagine. Honestly, like I, I sit down and think of famous people right now, like Justin Timberlake or um, Keith Urban or someone like that, wearing this stuff, yeah, <laughs> while they're up there singing. I guess just they look so silly, but back then it was accepted. So, yeah, the flashier you were, the more famous you were, I guess. Well, I mean, look at Elton John and you know, some of the things he used to wear. <sighs> yeah, I love Elton John, <laughs> um, he, he was definitely a spectacle when he was on stage. Yeah, yeah, but um, but you you can get backstage tours to uh, the Country Music Hall of Fame, the Ryman Auditorium, and the Grand Ole Opry. Um, if you're ever in town, stop and, and get tickets to the Grand Ole Opry. Catch a show. It doesn't matter who's playing. It is a wonderful show. Uh, they have, like I said, they have big time celebrities that are on the radio right now, but then they also have local people who are going to be on the radio at one point. Um, or they wouldn't have, you know, if they didn't have enough faith in them, they wouldn't put them up on that stage. That's how. Uh, famous this stage is and how sacred they, they keep it. Um, it's a phenomenal experience. And my kids have pictures of it, uh, pictures in front of one of the big guitars out front. So even just to go and walk around outside is, uh, you know, a pretty cool feeling because it is a massive inside arena. Um, it, it's just part of Nashville history and music history that, you know, if you're a country music fan, you probably know what the Grand Ole Opry is. If you don't, you definitely need to check it out when you're here. Definitely. That's right. And then, so we've got all these great music row places and places to go, um, like, check out the music scene and what's going on out there. But in addition to, like, the historic places, the history, like Grand Ole Opry um, and the RCA Studio B, um, the Music Hall of Fame, we've got places to go and, you know, hear live gig too right check out a lounge yeah so i mean it's it, you can actually I mean, catch, me to ask about where to get a drink but you know well i mean but that's just, like you can catch a live show and it, and it well you you can you, you can we're gonna call you a drunky dwarf here you know uh, <laughs> but, um, really not. i just play one on the show 
<laughs> but uh, you can catch a live show and get a drink just about every 10, 15 feet in Nashville. I, I say that jokingly, but it's almost true. I mean, you can catch a really good concert by a homeless person on the side of the street. That's how it's talented like this city is. It's like Epcot. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if there's homeless people walking around the street at Epcot, but yeah. <laughs> so, Depends on um, <laughs> yeah, that, that, that's true. So uh, there are a couple places I want to highlight. Um, one of them is the Johnny Cash Museum. Um, it's in a museum just strictly for Johnny Cash, but it also has a cafe in it as well where you can get a drink, um, get a little snack, uh, kind of like a quick service meal, I guess is how the best way we'll describe that. Um, Johnny Cash was very popular in the Nashville area. Um, he, once he got out of his um big time drug stage and settled down with june carter cash they um they had their family and raised them up in hendersonville tennessee which is about 15 minutes north of nashville um it's the scene in the movie where walking penis gets the tractor stuck in the lake um like i said his house was there up until about 15 years ago before it burned uh after some they were doing some renovations to it and it burned down but he was very prominent in the nashville area very prominent in his church um that man, that Mandy went to and, and knew the family. Um, not going to name drop or anything, but, um, and the Oak Ridge boys also go there, <laughs> but the Oak Ridge boys too. <laughs> but I mean, he's, he, he did a lot of good for Nashville and bringing tourism and music to Nashville. And he doesn't get as much credit as he probably deserves because he, he was in that era with Elvis and with so many of those other great singers, um, I think it was, uh, oh, I can't remember the guys that, that went electric at the time. Uh, it's right when the electric guitar started switching over. Um, so his, his sound kind of got lost for a while and he, he, you know, he got lost in history, but he did a lot, a lot of good for Nashville. And so it's nice to have a museum dedicated to him uh, strictly just for him and, and June Carter. Um, you also have some of your more popular bands like Florida Georgia Line has uh, the FJL house here in Nashville where you can go catch a drink and catch some local acts uh, up on a rooftop. That's one thing about Nashville. We have a lot of rooftop bars. Um, it stays roughly at least 85 degrees or higher uh, probably about 10 months out of the year here. Pretty close anyway. Uh, I would say at least 8 to 10. Um I mean, in December, we were having 80, 80 degree days. So you can definitely catch a nice rooftop bar show out there. Um, the guy that sings Old Reds, uh, Old Red. Um, I can't think of his name now. Uh, Sixth song about a dog where the dog went south. He went north after he escaped out of prison. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, cannot remember his name. But he. But he's he's got a bar in Nashville. Um, same thing, drinks, live entertainment, and, and you know there are local cover bands. But they're like I said, these local cover bands eventually I think are going to make it on the music scene because they're that good. Um, a lot of them sing their own songs that they write, but then they will do some other you know more popular music that everybody knows. Um, there's a Margaritaville downtown. There's a Hard Rock Cafe or a Hard Rock, um, yeah, Hard Rock Cafe um downtown um there is a section in nashville that actually just was went under a um a terrorist attack uh in november on thanksgiving um that took out uh about three or four buildings where they had some live entertainment 
Um, so unfortunately, like part of that street is still blocked off and can't go, you know, up and down some of that. So some of the places are a little limited right now, but your main Broadway that everybody thinks when you come to Nashville, that's where your live entertainment is. That's still going on. Um, that's where you'll find the world famous Tootsie's bar. What's Tootsie's, uh, I, Tootsie's is, um, basically kind of like your old honky tonk country music. Um, right. and one of the smallest bars you will ever find. I feel like this thing is probably like 250 square feet. Um, they have a really popular one on our list. That's not that much big. Well, not much bigger than that either. Uh, you're talking about the tin roof. No, there's another one. A little further down. Uh, Bluebird cafe. Yeah. Made popular by the TV show Nashville. Yeah. Well, (laughs) sort of, um, before that, but, they yeah a lot there. Uh, yeah the, so the world famous tootsie's bar the tin roof uh, and the bluebird cafe are nashville exclusive um they're very small uh they've been here for a very long time and you know a lot of these places is where some of your famous country music stars were first discovered yep a lot of places uh, the blue, discovered at bluebird the the bluebird you actually can stand outside for hours to wait to get in and still may not even be able to get in. I was fortunate enough. I had a friend go and play uh, there one night and she invited a bunch of us, you know, to go, to go listen. And um, it was very surreal to be in there and to look over at the eight by 10 photos of some of these country singers that got their start there. Um, The the Nashville TV show doesn't do it justice. It it does a good job, but it's just kind of like, you know, this hole in the wall place and it's, it doesn't look all that famous. It's, it's kind of run down. Actually, it's not in a good part of town. Um, I don't want to say it's in a bad part of town, but it's not in your greatest part of town. And you you just like, why are we here? Remodeled and made fancy and pretty and everything. It's, it's, it's kind of a local dive park. Yeah. And, and, and you go in there and you, you're like, you're taken in by all the history and you're like, wow, like, I understand the hype now. Like and this is this venue, right? You're really close to the, to the oh, yeah. performers and cause it's small. And, that, and that's the way about a lot of these Nashville local bars. Um, like you said, your Florida and Georgia line house, your old reds, um, your Margaritaville, their stage is, is kind of far away from the, the, the tables. Um, yeah not at some of these more local bars, like they've got them propped up in the smallest corner of the building. Um, and just up there with drums, a guitar, and that's pretty much about it. And they're just up there singing. Yep. Uh, and a lot of times you can't really hear a lot of what they're singing because the crowd's too loud. They're, they're singing along with them and the music's too loud. And you're just kind of like, this is, this is great atmosphere. Yeah. Like, so we had uh, a Kenny Chesney's I Love This Bar come to um, Chicago suburbs out here into one of the kind of touristy mall areas. And you go and it's like this cavernous, um, it, it has since moved on. And I think they split it into two different bar and restaurant venues. It was so large. Um, so it, it was cool. They had good food and it was a nice venue, but um, it's not the same kind of thing when you go to Nashville and you get those nice, really cool little intimate places that, you know, they're not super fancy, but it, it's really unique and cool. I like it. Yeah, I, I picture it this way. Like, imagine going into Casey's Corner at Disney World, trying to yeah. listen to, you know, some really good live yeah. entertainment. Like, that's hard to do. Right. 
So, but it is, I mean, there's so much history. There's, there's so much, um, you know, historical references to music and things here that it's, it, you can spend days and days and days and not get to see it all. And then you're going to, you know, you're going to go home and you're like, you know, somebody's going to ask you about it. And you're like, no, I didn't know that was even there. I didn't know that was a thing. Um, and you'll have missed out if you don't go yeah. back. At least go check it out and see if you can get in. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. I absolutely love Nashville. Like I said, I don't get to go. You know, I, I get to go there all the time to sell houses and stuff, but I don't get to go and like experience as much because I, just, I take it for granted. But um, it's so cool. I mean, I've been to big cities. I've been to places like Atlanta, Dallas, Chicago, um, you know, Los Angeles, Orlando. Like I, I've been to big cities. I've been to what I guess they consider moderate sized cities, Charlotte. Um, I don't think there's any place quite like Nashville. Yeah, it's a really unique place. It's it's a different. I don't know, it's a it's a different destination. I agree. It's it's kind of mm -hmm. it's it's pretty unique. Yeah. So I like the options there. One of the things that I, I got to be on Becky's podcast, um, Becky Keenan's one time, she invited me on to talk about Nashville and you know put my real estate hat on as well and talk about why people love coming to Nashville um, to live. And, you know, it's great for both real estate and for travel. Like I love, I love talking about Nashville in the area. Um, and one of the things she's like, why do people like going there? Like, why is Nashville so popular? One is because we don't have a state income tax. So that, that attracts a lot of your big time celebrities and you can, and will see Keith Urban walking down the street. You'll see Reese Witherspoon um, out at her uh, children's boutique, um, like, I mean, you will see these people just walking around everyday lives. Um, I don't get to see them because I'm not fancy enough to live in the neighborhoods they live in. But uh, <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, it, it, it does, it happens. Like you will see them in Kroger, you will see them in Publix or um, Harris Tweeter, Tweeter, uh, Harris Teeter, I think is where they, where they shop. I, I can't afford it. Um, but uh, it's, it's so surreal to see them just walking around. And uh, another thing is, you know, we're just a good drive, you know, days drive away from so many of your favorite locations. Um, within a day, like, you know, eight hour drive, you can get to all your favorite Gulf Shore beaches. Uh, you can get to your East Coast beaches with them, you know, an eight hour drive or so. Um, it takes us uh, about 10 hours plus the time change. So we'll say 11 hours to drive to Orlando. Um, if you want to go north, we're, you know, three and a half hours away from Louisville, six hours away from Cincinnati, uh, probably, I don't know, maybe six to eight hours from Chicago. I'm not hundred percent sure. Um, if you go East, you're three and a half hours away from the Smoky mountains, uh, Cherokee, North Carolina. Um, I think six hours away from Charlotte. If you go West, we're three hours, three and a half hours from Memphis. We're about six hours from St. Louis, uh, I mean, we're, we're just drivable to everything. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, Memphis is very popular with a lot of people. Um, Knoxville and the Smoky Mountains is a very popular travel destination. I love the Smoky Mountains. You and I, we, we've talked about a lot um, yeah. off, off the mic. Um, I was mentioning Dolly uh, Opryland theme park uh, earlier. Dollywood is basically the same thing as what Opryland used to be. And we need to get out there and do a, um, a trip to Dollywood. Uh, I agree. 
that, yeah, and that's just experience that. But I mean, that, that in the Smoky Mountains is, you know, three and a half, four hours away, depending on where you're at and around Nashville. Um, very popular. It's kind of like a redneck Panama City. Like, <laughs> and it's, it's pretty much kind of what it is at this point. Um, and then if you're, if you're Alan, you know, or someone like Alan, we have a lot of local distilleries around here. What? And yeah, I mean, we probably have one of the more famous one in the Jack Daniels distillery. Uh, probably about an hour and a half, two hours drive from Nashville. Uh, and the, the funny thing about that is the Jack Daniels distillery is in a dry county. So you can't even buy it <laughs> in the county that it's made. Um, but it's it's in a real small town. Um, and I love it that it's in a small town. I, I, I don't live in a small town. I love visiting small towns, especially when people say, hey, can we go see this house in this town? I'm like, yes, let's go, because I love driving through small towns. Um, I love all the antique stores in um, and Nashville is surrounded by those places. Uh, so if you want to take a day drive to Jack Daniels, visit some of those small towns around it. Um, it's, it's such a great drive because you drive through what looks like a movie scene, you know, the, the trees covering the road, just driving through. Um, and you have the Jack Daniels, you have the Yazoo Brewery in Nashville as well. Uh, there's so many great wineries around Nashville, um, you have a lot of your local smaller breweries where they're up and coming. Um, MTSU, the college here in town, actually is uh, pretty f- famous with a popular milk that they have developed. It's not alcoholic or anything, so don't get excited. But um, it, it, it does have a different taste. It's not your regular milk that you go buy in the store. They sell it in certain places here. Um, and it does taste better than the milk you go and buy in the store. There's something they do with it on, on campus. Um, there's lots of little places like that where we we've started to grow um, and create our own brand, I guess here, here in, in around Nashville. It's pretty cool. I, I, I had a Boston trip and my friends were up there. We're like, Oh, we have this coffee milk. They make this coffee milk. You got to try a coffee milk. And I'm like, I really don't like coffee. It doesn't sound very appealing to me. No, no, everybody, everybody gets it. You'll love it. It's coffee milk, coffee milk. And they bring me this glass of milk that tastes like coffee. And I was like, like, isn't it great? I'm like, no, it tastes like coffee. I don't really like coffee. <laughs> I'm like, not well, a coffee person. Like, I can't believe you don't like coffee milk. It's like, I don't drink coffee. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I don't, I don't, I don't <laughs> drink coffee and I don't drink milk, but I, I drank this milk because, it, you know, of course it's from Nashville and someone's like, you got to try this. Or it's from Murfreesboro. You got to try this. So I tried it and I was like, this is a lot better than what they sell in the stores. And it's just, they, they produce it. I guess they milk the cows on campus and then they do whatever they got to do. And, you know, it comes out tasting better. Maybe it's a different pasteurization process. Something with it. But, um, but if you don't like milk, we've got your, we've got your beers and your wines as well. So have no fear. And whiskey. And whiskey. (laughs) Yeah. And your whiskey. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. Well, Nashville definitely sounds like a place you got to go and hang out a bit. Yeah. And then there's always me. I mean, you come to Nashville just just to come see me. I know you're on our list. Well, and Eli, (laughs) the kids. He's not so much ready for the car. Oh, he's not liking the car yet. Uh, He's getting a little more used to it, Um, but no, he's he's not a big fan yet. (laughs) He loves the car. Yeah, maybe get him one of the harnesses with the little seat belt that you buckle in, so he's well. 
he likes to he likes to sit on my console in the middle of my so i've got like captain's chairs in the middle of my truck he likes to sit on console except he digs his claws into it and i'm like no please stop please i don't want to have to you know fix this so we used to have the big dodge ram pickup truck that had like the you know two foot wide almost console in the middle of the captain's chairs in the middle and Vinny, our you know 75 pound dog that was his favorite place to lay too and so he could lay up there and look out the windows i'm like you're not a puppy to be laying up here. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, we've switched and we don't have one of those big cars now. And he still tries to get up on the armrest in between us and <laughs> like our little Chevy Bolt. And I'm like, really? You know, it's a three inch wide armrest. You're not going to fit. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's, that's Eli. He, he's, he's going to be like that. So. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. Very cool information. Lots of great things to do about Nashville. So uh, there really is. I probably didn't do it enough justice because there's just so much to do and see. And I mean, one of the best things about Nashville is just just to get out in downtown and just walk around. Yeah. So. Very cool. So definitely on our list. I know I've been wanting to come back. We've I've been through Nashville, and I, I guess I have been to Nashville once, but I didn't get to do many of the touristy things. Um, so I'm really interested in going back and spending a little more time hanging out with you guys and go do some fun things. Um, I mean, we got Surrey bikes where, you know, 15 people can pedal a bike at one time and, you know, music's playing and you can drink while you're doing it. And, um, there's Segway rentals group. That sounds like an ears group outing. Yeah. I mean, there's, you can get a duck boat and, you know, do tours like that. Um, they have redneck comedy tours, um, we're, you know, I've never met a city that's so proud to be redneck. It's it's very funny. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, if there's a way to be a classy redneck, Nashville has has you know accomplished that. So, but very it's cool. it's it's very cool. I mean, like I said, you can especially when it's not you know when there's not a pandemic going on, you can catch live music any day of the week, all day long, and you most of the time you don't have to pay for any of it. It's yeah. just people singing just because they love music very cool well i know we usually talk about um news and things going on but there wasn't a whole lot of news this week actually we had no, a couple little not, bits not too much yeah um, nothing nothing big but big um disneyland is getting ready to reopen and uh to california residents only still at the moment um so they've kind of announced a couple of refurbishments and things that have been going on while disneyland has been closed so there's been um, a new piece of artwork that has been added to uh, Disneyland's Haunted Mansion that looks pretty cool. There's a video out. Um, one thing that is kind of cool is King Arthur's uh, Carousel out at Disneyland, which has been there since 1955 when the park has opened. Recently had a really nice refurbishment. Um, all 68 of the horses have been completely redone and repainted and refurbished um, in 30 different paint colors and uh, new gold leaf accents and things. So King Arthur's Carousel is looking really great and ready to greet guests again. Um, so some really nice things going on, um, but not a whole lot of great news. Um, one other thing, uh, Alani, um, it has been announced that uh, Moana is making a return back to Alani. So if you would like to uh, go check out Alani and know that you may run into Moana again while you're out there. And uh, Alani did print out a promo that if you um, stay five nights or longer, there's a 30% promo available. So, um, you know, Hawaii is definitely open for business for destinations. We've had some people travel out there recently and really enjoy it. Um, so that's another great 
destination option. You know, in this series, we're really trying to talk about some places other than just Disney. Um, but it's nice to know that if, if you are interested in Hawaii and checking out places other than just Disney, um, the Disney Resort out there is offering a 30% discount on stays of five nights or longer. So it's an option if you're interested in that. Um, feel free to reach out and let us know. I'm excited to see all the changes. I mean, we, you know, nothing new is going on at Disney per se, uh, at Disneyland, but I'm excited to see how it looks um, because we, we, we don't have a whole lot of information. Um, it was like, we're closed, you know, Hey, we're reopening. Yeah. And now they've started to put out a little bit here. This has been refurbished. Uh, we've changed this a little bit. So, I'm excited to start seeing some pictures and hear guest experiences out there. Uh, I know they're just going to be open to locals only to begin with, but it, it'd be interesting to see what, if anything that they've done with, with some of the stuff that now that they've had a chance to really sit back and say, okay, how can we make this experience better? Well, and all those local bloggers and people that are out there and do their YouTube channels about theme park destinations, you know, they're going to be out there as early as they can. Mm -hmm. We're going to get yeah. some updates and things like that, that we can see. Um, which will be good. They did announce Avengers Campus. We talked about that last week and there's been some promo shots coming out of what that looks like. So that looks really great. Can't wait to see that coming in June 4th. Yeah. Um, yeah, but again, you know, it's been so locked down and it's in a way you can't really see anything, you know, like at least Walt Disney World has been reopened and you can see construction going on around Epcot and Guardians of the Galaxy and what's going on outside of the Tron coaster and things. Um, you know, Disneyland has just been so locked down. There's there's no view inside what's been going no. on. So it's great almost, to start some of these things. I almost kind of forgot some of the names and, and rides and attractions and stuff they have there because it's been closed for so long. Yeah. yeah. So it's great to see that it's going to be back soon. Um, we'll see people in there um, in just a couple of weeks and we'll be able to start seeing what's going on in there again. So excited about that. Yeah. 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 And I'm, I'm just excited. Like people are getting out, they're traveling, like the world is opening back up. Um, we, we saw, um, you know, we, we, we've seen Disneyland, we've seen Alani, um, uh, Norwegian Cruise Lines put out some, no, you know, some things saying, hey, we're, we're, we're sailing again. Um, I mean, it's just, it's just nice to see that, you know, our lives particularly are kind of getting a little bit back to normal, which means the world is getting back to normal because people travel. That's just something they do. It's something they enjoy. So we know if our, if our lives are getting busy, then the rest of the world is, is, is preparing to open up as well. Yeah, and one thing we, we, again, we haven't mentioned it a whole lot, but um, on Friday when this episode drops um, is April 16th, and that's the day that Universal Hollywood is reopening. So yeah. uh, the new Secret Life of Pets attraction, um, I've seen a couple little videos of um, people doing ride testing there. Um, they're not showing you the ride itself yet, but there's people like showing ride testing of uh, the load and unload area. So that was a new attraction that was just getting ready to open right when everything shut down. So they have a new attraction there. And um, of course, those local bloggers are going to be out there showing us the construction, um, which has yet to be announced, but will be very obvious as soon as you see the pictures of the new Super Nintendo World that's being constructed at Universal Hollywood. Um, yeah. The pictures I've seen leaked, it's super obvious now. Once you've seen Shanghai, that's what they're building. They haven't yeah. announced it. I've seen the pictures that well, I've seen, I think they're kind of trying somebody trying to be funny of some of the videos of shanghai acting like they were actually playing in the game and everything and i was like there's got to be more to to that than, than what they're showing because i was a little let down and i was like universal i know has done something a little bigger so i'll be interested to see when hollywood opens up and they've got that construction going you know 
when it's open to the public, what it would actually looks like and what their plans are for it mm-hmm. so. all right exciting stuff very cool things so uh thanks for joining us again everybody we appreciate it we hope you're enjoying the show and, and as always remember if they're you're enjoying the show and you know somebody else who may enjoy it please like and share this with them and remember to subscribe to the show so you're keeping up with all the latest episodes as soon as they drop um, and we always want to hear from you. So make sure you send us your comments or send us an email. Um, make sure you're commenting on our, our social media. Uh, we've got lots of great commentary going on out there lately. We had some really good, um, uh, some really good responses on a couple of our posts lately. Um, some of those this or that posts and things had some really, really good comments going on. That yeah. was kind of fun to see. Um, you know, check out our Disney playlist on Spotify and YouTube. Uh, and as always, we want to end our episodes with a quote. And since we're talking about Nashville this week, and I'm kind of a Garth Brooks fan, um, I have a, a quote that I read from Garth Brooks that I really find interesting. Um, and Garth Brooks once said that, you know, you can still smell the roses when you're running with it in your hand. So, you know, everybody tells you to stop and smell the roses, um, but you can smell those roses if you take them with you. So yeah. take the roses with you, enjoy life, um, and get out there and have a good time. Yep. Nah, I love Garth Brooks. He's a pretty entertaining guy. Rodeo might be one of my favorite songs. Oh. Great song. All right. Catch you next week, guys. Thank you, guys. See you soon. Bye bye.